righty, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the comments for the Peanut Gallery podcast. This episode is brought to you by My Fit Foods of Denver. Eat fit, live fit, give a fit. Make sure that you go to www.myfitfoods.com. Use the promo code Peanut Gallery in the checkout. Make sure that you get a little bit of value there on the back end. We have a special guest in the house with us here today. We have my man, Joey Von Blankenberg. Joey, how you Hi. doing? Good. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. You know, I, I it's uh, cooling down a little bit here in the mile high, but there we're only getting like we're getting teased with winter weather at this point. Oh, yeah. Usually, we've had snow by now. We've mm-hmm. had a couple of winter storms. Yeah. We really haven't had any snow. We've had a couple of cold days, but you know, we're, I'm kind of kind of up in the air about how all that's going. How about you? How's everything going in your neck of the woods? Good. I mean, it's Hawaii, so I pretty much we have a pretty consistent like seventy to eighty usually. Usually, when it gets about low, you know, like seventies, people start putting on their cold jackets. This is like wintertime in Hawaii is seventy. That's cold for us, so it's yeah, nice. Which was <laughs> my exact transition of you know, my man is out there on the islands, so mm-hmm. you know, it, it's perfect weather. It's paradise oh, out oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I'm lucky. Definitely, my man. So we're right off the rip. Where can people follow you? um on uh, instagram 808 joe it's kind of got the first one on there the first 808 so nice yeah yeah and so you've got a you've got a fight that's coming up here in a couple of weeks on december 11th out mm-hmm. in missouri for nemesis fighting alliance eight why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the details on your matchup how can people follow along with uh you know can they stream the fight anything along those lines yeah um I'm fighting a wrestler, Sam Ponites. He's, uh, I think he was 13-1 and one as an amateur, and he's 1-1 one one as a pro. So really good wrestler, really good. Seems really well-rounded. You know, I think it's going to be an exciting fight. I feel like it's a good comeback fight for me. It's my first fight in two years. So something I've been looking forward to, a good test. And um, I believe they're going to have a stream for Nemesis Fighting Alliance. I'm not too sure, but I believe they're going to have a pay-per-view stream if you guys want to watch the fight. Nice, very nice. Yeah. Now, speaking of the uh, of the apps to the two two year layoff, is that due to COVID? Is that oh, yeah. of injuries, or, or what was that due to? It was just COVID. I mean, as soon as it happened, I was just about to fight, and which was I think March 2020, and then I got injured, and right after I got injured, they shut down everything on the island. So for like a good, pretty much two years, there's still no events going on. They're kind of just opening back up right now. Like they just allowed bars and gyms to be at full capacity. So I think hopefully indoor events will start coming because they started allowing outdoor events, right? But the indoor ones have been on a standstill. Gotcha. So that, I mean, I guess that's really something that some of us stateside have taken for granted, I guess, to a certain extent is you guys out there have had a lot more strict guidelines or protocol that you've had to adhere to and, and follow along with. So what was it like trying to navigate training and just putting together developing you know developing your game during those times where you couldn't necessarily have those same sort of training sessions as you always had it was hard i mean you definitely had to kind of go back to just like a super basic you know like backyard kind of style it's kind of like how i started so you just kind of i actually would have my wife i would have her hold pads for me or like i would have to put on like shin guards so i could practice my kicks on her and so yeah so it was (laughs) i had to really go back to the basics but it was it was fun. I mean, they had like Zoom classes and stuff too, right? So I was doing Zoom online. Then I was actually lucky. I had a couple of friends. He would, um, he like set up a little makeshift cage out of a trampoline in his backyard. So okay. we actually, for a while, for a while, we were doing our rounds in there. And then, you know, just a lot of improvising pretty much. 
Yeah, I mean, where there's a will, there's a way, right? Yeah, exactly. Of course. All you so, need is a body. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Let's uh, let's take it back to the roots a little bit here. What made you get into fighting? Um, I actually started doing jujitsu. So like, I I did a lot of tournaments stuff like that, and then I don't know something. Like I always enjoyed watching fighting, you know, I always enjoyed the competition side of it and like the more so the testing your skills. And I kind of wanted to see if the stuff I was learning was actually applicable in a situation. It was pretty much just out of like a curiosity. I wanted to see like, oh, does this work? I wonder if, you know, like everything I'm learning, can I do it to another person? And then actually started off with a, um, they had this thing called triple threats. So it was like the first round is kickboxing. Second round is boxing with takedowns and third round is just grappling. So I did a couple of those for my first few amateurs. And then from there, I just kind of, my coach said, he's like, after your first fight, we'll tell you, if you had fun, we'll do it again. If you hate it, we're not going to do it again. And like, I was just smiling as soon as I got out of the cage. So it was a good experience. When, when did you start getting into jujitsu? You know, what, at what age did you come to think that, Hey, this is a, this is a thing that I want to kick the tire on and try to pursue. Um, I was 18 when I started doing jujitsu. Okay. And then when I started, I had my first MMA fight when I was 23. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's been a journey. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, in, in terms of at least just uh, MMA, you know, being a fan of following along, was it something that you followed along with for a while prior oh, yeah. to jumping into? Or, you know, because some people it's like, well, I never really followed too much. And then I saw it one day, liked it, and decided to go the next week. Or yeah. for some, you know, like, yeah, I was a fan, you know, almost my entire life growing up and then just finally got into it once I got older. I mean, it was kind of just, I mean, it's weird because where I was from, it's kind of like you fighting was just kind of how you would like handle, you know, if you didn't like somebody, you have a fight with them and then you shake hands and you're all good. So it's kind of just something I grew up with too. And my, my mom said like, she used to bring me, she brought me to a couple of fights down here when I was younger. They used to have these things called um, the super brawls. Mm -hmm. so, so she said she brought me a couple of those. I don't really remember, but you know, I feel like it's somewhere in there. Definitely. Well, I mean, uh, just, just in general, it's, it's very well known that I mean, like scrappers that that's Hawaiian culture right there, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I go out there and bang it at, at any time, you know? So I, I just, that, that's where I'm always curious, you know, like most of the time it's a, it's a thing that you started growing attached to, or having at least an appreciation of as, as a kid. And oh, yeah. for some, it's just a matter of, it's not a matter of if you get into it, it's just a matter of when, as far yeah. as, uh, as far as life yeah. going up in life. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it's not for everywhere, but I guess, you know, for some parts with like the really local culture, you know, there's like uh there's two sides, you see like touristy side and you have like the local, local culture. And I feel like that was kind of just ingrained in it, at least for me, where I was, right. It was just kind of a normal thing to fight yeah. with somebody. Yeah. It was just kind of a, it was exciting. I mean, I feel like it was definitely all around it and it kind of primed me to get started with it everybody that i've met from or all the guys that i met or trained with or came across from hawaii every single one of them is tough <laughs> every one of them is tough and oh, every one of them doesn't have a quit have an ounce of quit in them oh yeah yeah it's uh, ingrained in there yeah it's it's a mentality too i think so it was it's it's the, it's the mana is that is that what it's called mm -hmm. yeah the uh, mana is like the energy you get from the land from the island it's a real thing you can feel it. there's like places where they've had like the ancient warriors they've had like really big battles there and if you go to that place it's like you can feel the energy of that place it's crazy it's hard to describe but it's a it's a real thing 
That's awesome, man. Like, otherwise, <laughs> on my on my bucket list of places oh, nice. to uh, to visit. I, you know, yeah. I, I've always wanted to get out there, just never have up to uh, up to this point. But yeah, you know, it, if, visit. if you were to say something, you know, like, because obviously it's a it's a different perspective growing up out there versus you know what a, what a lot of us get stateside. Just just everything all the way down to the culture, the way of life, everything. What is the most undervalued or underappreciated aspect of growing up and living out in Hawaii? Um, let's see. I'd say like just the, I feel like it just makes you humble here. It makes you appreciative. You know, it's kind of, you're on a small island. You kind of can't really do too much. I don't want to say bad things, but you kind of, you know, it's like word, it's a small island word gets around quick. I feel like definitely the humbleness and the friendliness, you know, I feel like if you give respect to people, for the most part, they'll give it back to you. You can just kind of walk around, smile at somebody, and like you'll have somebody walk up to you and just start talking to you just because they want to talk to you, just to kind of have fun. I feel like stateside, sometimes you don't really have that. People kind of look at you weird if you start talking to them, like, who's this guy? Why is he smiling at me? Or like, That's <laughs> something fair. like that. Yeah, yeah. To- totally that. fair. Totally yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, whole lot of, what are you looking at? So, yeah, exactly. It goes on. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> What's up, Peanut Gallery? I want to talk to you guys real quick about a service that has helped make the convenience factor in my life go through the roof. I'm talking about MyFit Foods. MyFit Foods is healthy, ready-to-eat, fresh-cooked meals that are prepared just for you. They're fresh, they're tasty, they're affordable, because eating should not be complicated. We've all got to do it, so we might as well put clean fuel into our bodies. At MyFit Foods, they use low-glycemic carbs, heart-healthy fats, lean proteins, antioxidant-rich spices to help you get the best results. There's over 50 freshly prepared menu items every single day, guys. So you can get great results by getting your food at MyFitFoods. Some of my favorite things are the peanut butter and chocolate bites. The Hawaiian beef is phenomenal. I could just mow through that entire thing. It's gone in like two seconds. So make sure that you check out MyFitFoods. Order it at MyFitFoods.com. Eat fit, live fit, give a fit. Quick question for everybody out there. Who enjoys getting injured after taking a pop to the chops? Well, as someone who spends multiple hours per week speaking into a microphone, I know I don't, and I especially don't have the time to be making unnecessary trips and visits to the dentist's office. That's why I trust my oral protection needs to Impact Mouthguards. Impact Mouthguards offers custom-molded, custom-fit solutions for everything from mixed martial arts and Brazilian jiu-jitsu to powerlifting and nighttime products. Impact Mouthguards merchandise lineup offers things for both the badass beauties and the bearded badasses out there. Everything from rash guards and t-shirts to stickers and finger tape. Make sure that you check out www.impactmouthguards.com. Use the promo code peanutgallery in the checkout. Now, I'm, I'm a, obviously, I, I've never had it directly down there from the source, but I'm a huge fan of Hawaiian food. Like I love, I love local moco. I used to have a coworker from Hawaii and anytime his wife would make it, he would bring me a plate to work mm. at all. Oh, it was phenomenal. Awesome. Love local moco. I, I love, uh, I love Masubi. Like I, I love mm-hmm. so many different things from Hawaiian cuisine, yeah. uh, Hawaiian coffee too. There's a place that I had out in, uh, out in LA. Um, I can't, can't remember what the name of the place was, but it was in, it was in coconut grove and, uh. 
man, like it was, it was just like, it was a, it was a completely different like flavor profile from mm-hmm. other coffee that I had had. And yeah. I was just like, man, like I, I love Hawaiian food. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you put the egg on top when you get the local locals here? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah got to make sure it's <laughs> runny. Oh yeah. It was, right. uh, best, right? <laughs> yeah, delicious, delicious. Just the way that it all kind of just blended in the rice, just absorbed, absorbed Ooh. perfectly. Like, yeah. Perfect. Like man, like this, this speaks to me. Oh, right. <laughs> it does love, right? You can feel the love in the food. It's like a, it's a real thing. <laughs> Definitely. And I'll, I'll be honest, like you know, I, I remember having spam like a few times as a kid, but I had never, I hadn't had it since that point. Mm-hmm. But then having it again, like once I started going to like Hawaiian restaurants, like I was like, oh my god, like I forgot, yeah. like. Like th- th- this is like a-, a missing gem out there. Like spam gets a bad reputation. Oh, it does. It does. It's like a staple over here. I feel like everybody loves spam here. <laughs> now, I don't know if it's actually true, but I've seen memes of it. And I just don't know if it was like Photoshopped or anything yeah. like that. But is it behind like in some places is it behind like locked glass? I feel like I've seen that, but I feel like for the most part, they don't. I feel like it's usually corned beef hash. I don't know why. For some reason that is usually locked up behind more. But spam okay. is just, yeah, they have it all over. But they definitely had that. That was a real thing. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I I could see it making sense. Like if theft was a problem in some areas, like, I mean, where where I grew up, like they've shut down entire grocery stores because theft was so bad. So like oh, I wow. can totally understand if there was just oh, like yeah. one item that was flying off the shelf. Kind of, you know, try to just lock it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I didn't know from seeing. Like, you never know from the internet. Joey. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You never know. Is this real? Is this Photoshop? Is this doctored up? Who knows? Right. <laughs> so easy nowadays. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, now I gotta ask you. As far as like Hawaiian dishes, what's your favorite? Oh, that's hard. Um, recommend if if someone were to come to you and want to have like a local. Like this is a, a down home Hawaiian food. What would you say? Oh, um, I'm trying to think. There's a restaurant. I think it's Helena's that I go to Hawaiian food, and they have well, Makulua pig would be probably one of the top. Makulua okay. pig, um, lomi salmon is pretty good. Beef lao lao is really good. And I don't know. They might have to Google it, but it's really good. And um, haupia haupia pie, which is basically coconut. It's like a coconut custard pie. Gotcha. So okay. good. Yeah, yeah. But definitely Kalua so, pig. That's like one of the top. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like one of the like signature dishes of like most Hawaiian, uh, most Hawaiian places that you go around here, obviously oh, yeah. that, that aren't like, you know, offering their variation on poke bowls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, oh, that's a rough one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's nothing like the local experience uh, or nothing like, like it is down there. But when I, when I went to my first poke spot, like I had to call up one of my Hawaiian buddies and ask like, Hey, how would you order this? Or how yeah. would you get this prepared? Yeah. Like, I don't care about getting their like house recommended, like bowl or whatever. Like Smart. I want to know, like, how would you get it? Yeah. And, and uh, what'd you get? Um, so I got, uh, I, I got a mix of, of the salmon and the tuna, Oh, nice! but then I would, I, I just got like the, the shoyu sauce, not like the super like sugary, like docked up, like doctored up, like house blend sort of thing mm-hmm. that they would have. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then I would just get it. I would get it with, uh, with the white and the green onions, Ooh. have the, uh, have the chopped macadamia nut on top of it. Ooh. Um, and then depending on, uh, depending on some places have like the octopus salad, yeah and I, I would get that thrown in the mix along with uh along with the sea seafood uh, excuse me seaweed salad 
Oh, that sounds good. It's a lot of toppings. I like that. Well, I'm <laughs> it's it's uh over here. It's just big portions. You know, it's like Chipotle. You go through these places, and I I, I don't know. Do you have is, is Chipotle down there in Hawaii? Mm-mm, not yet. Gosh. <laughs> but but you're familiar with the concept though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind yeah, of like stuff where on top. you know you just go through and it's just like a big bowl and they just top it on you know mm-hmm. that that's what it is and it's <laughs> delicious. Oh, that sounds really good. Making me hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Speaking of which, I always like asking this question to everybody while you're in the in the midst of camp, especially this being through you know through holidays, all of that. What is uh what is the toughest thing for you to give up when you're going through a weight cut? Um, uh, I mean food. I mean, for a vague answer, but as far as um, pizza, I love pizza. I love like that. Pizza, okay. Grease, pizza, and alcohol. <laughs> That's a hard one sometimes too. But it's good though. Yeah, yeah. Those are, I'd say those would be the two main pizza, alcohol, and just pretty much carbs. Now, this is, uh, this has an interesting local tie. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Oof, not for me <laughs> not you okay yeah. some people like it though i mean i've had it it's not too bad but it's just not a not a preference i think it gets a bad rap to be completely it does. honest yeah you know, i'm a kid who grew up in the 90s and i'll be honest with you joey i can't remember a birthday party or like a pizza party as a kid growing up where that wasn't one of the options it's something yeah. like there was always you had a pepperoni, like people would get a pepperoni, they would get a sausage, they would have a cheese, and then they would have a Canadian bacon and pineapple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely, it's not too bad. Like I said, I feel like it does get a bad rap. There's something about that cooked pineapple that is, you know, that little the juiciness to it when they cook it isn't too bad. Yeah, I mean, and, and I get it. Some people don't like sweet with savory, but mm-hmm. uh, for me on the other side of things, like I'm a huge pineapple fan. I, you know, I love pineapple. It doesn't matter if it is, if it's raw, if it's grilled, I love it grilled. Yeah. Like just kind of that, like uh, that caramelization that happens to it. Like oh, to, to me, that's some of the best. I got to try that. I don't think I've ever had a grilled pineapple. Yeah. Grilled pineapple, man. Like, pineapple? You're, you're missing out on that. That That's awesome. Like e- even if you just like, if you throw it into the pan for a little bit, it just yeah. kind of caramelizes over, mm-hmm. over the edges. Yeah. It's phenomenal. That sounds good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, not to uh, not not to make you not to make you any more. Hungry. <laughs> but, you know, let, let's uh, let's pivot back to uh, let's pivot back to the fight and the matchup here. Now, what are I guess what would you say? What was one of the major focuses for you throughout this camp and as you're leading up into this fight as you're coming through? You know, about another week and a half out. Um, as like as far as like strategy kind of thing, strategy wise, without uh, going too deep into things, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But you know, what what was like something that you thought like, okay, this is this is what I need to uh, I need to maybe not necessarily address as a weakness, but this is something that this is this could be my bread and butter type of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd say main thing would just be distance range management. It's a big thing I feel like for this fight. Um, simple shots, you know, not trying to get too crazy. Just pretty much range management and not letting them get in too close. For like a a vague definition, you know, not letting them get too tight because he likes to wrestle. He likes to pin take guys down, which is not too bad because I'm good on the ground too, right? So it's not really uncomfortable for me to get taken down by somebody, but more so just not letting them hold me down would be a big thing. Exactly. No, I totally get what you're saying there. I mean, if if that's where his strongest 
route to back route to victory is and mm-hmm. you have options otherwise why play in his court right yeah exactly why make it hard exactly now i, I know that more and more it, it kind of throws a wrinkle into the game plan of some guys who fancy the kickboxing and, and who like to throw a lot of kicks now with, with a guy who has a strong takedown game you have to really be selective and when you throw those kicks and those knees, especially something that might be more of a, a body kick or something that's not, you know, necessarily a low leg kick. Oh, yeah. That's something that, that these strong wrestlers have grown very adept to catching and being able yes. to use to get that takedown from there yeah. or at oh, least yeah. start their chain wrestling sequence to get to that grapple. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's definitely like when I feel like a lot of times people just kind of throw it blindly, like it's just kind of a reaction kick instead of actually trying to set it up. And it's like, you, you know, it's kind of easy to spot sometimes, especially if you're walking into it like that. And you have them on one leg, it's like they're just going to run you down, get you on the fence if you don't set it up right. Yep, yep, exactly. Well, and then, too, sometimes depending on what their action is, that if you throw throw that naked low kick, I, I've seen it many of occasions when I, at least I, I do a lot of commentary out here in the, on the front range of Colorado for mm-hmm. multiple promotions. And oh, nice. I've just seen it few you know or time and time again guys who don't set up that low inside kick they throw it naked and they get countered right down the chute and yeah. i mean there's been a few of them where that becomes knockout of the night basically it's oh, like yeah. a 15 second knockout because they oh, come yeah. right away they don't throw it set up and someone just throws that counter straight down the chute and yeah. boom it's right there yeah a lot of times you see guys they leave their head right on that center line too so they just come right up and it's like any straight is just going to land right down the middle. Exactly. And then sometimes you have those wrestlers who they'll, they'll use, sometimes they'll, they'll throw that overhand to set up the takedown. Mm-hmm. But if they see that the chin's still right there, the guys who can control the angle of, of where that fist is coming in, they're like, oh, well, I'm just going to keep on turning the knuckles over right here and maybe I clip something. Yeah, yeah, right. If they get down low enough, they just come with that, like, that little short. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that hendo almost. Yeah, like, like Dan Henderson just dip the head down and just throw that massive bomb right across. Yeah, and I mean it happens. Oh yeah, especially when you're worried about the takedown, right? It's like you start kind of dropping your hand, start kind of just planting a little too hard, and it's like you're just wide open for that. Definitely there. So now, as we come to a wrap here, Joey, is there anybody that you want to throw a shout out to? Any sponsors? Anyone along those lines? Yeah, um, New Leaf CBD, New Lifespan. Uh, my manager Ed getting me this podcast um my wife and kids for helping me in this camp you for having me on the podcast i appreciate it man oh yeah definitely yeah. i appreciate you for taking the time you know uh i, I love ed. ed ed's a great guy he's yeah. uh he's trying to do a lot of great things for, for oh, yeah. guys out there so yeah. you know uh, awesome. anytime when he he hits my line and, and says hey or, or or whatever just in general we have a lot of just plain friendly conversation all the time i love it he's a great guy oh yeah he's awesome dude now as we wrap this thing up here in two sentences or less joey what can fans spectators people out there expect to see from you when you enter the cage on december 11th Mm, it's a uh, very uh smart technical technician and uh going for that for the kill if it's there if it presents itself you know that kind of not to be a cliche but gun for it looking for that finish but calculated calculated killing that makes sense 
Yep, I hear you there. <laughs> trying to trying to show that technical skill off and and be precise in in your measures there. Now, yeah, exactly. one last time here, where can people follow you, and what are the details as far as uh, as far as your fight? Um, eight hundred eight Joe on Instagram, and Nem the fight is Nemesis Fighting Alliance, December eleventh. I believe they're gonna have a pay per view set up, and I'm probably gonna once I get one, I'll probably have it in my Instagram in the bio, so people can buy the pay-per-view on there awesome so folks make sure that you follow joey along there and keep up with the details as far as his fight coming up along there and also along with uh with ecb sports management out there now this is the comments from the peanut gallery podcast i'm your host jordan kurtz this episode has been brought to you by my fit foods of denver eat fit live fit give fit go to www.myfitfoods.com Use the promo code peanut gallery in the checkout and you will have yourself some savings there on the background. You can follow us along on Instagram at comments from the peanut gallery, hit that like and subscribe button on the YouTube channel there and make sure that you're following along on our audio platforms. Try to get those boosted as well. That is Spotify, iTunes, Google podcast, anywhere that you get your podcast out there. People. Once again, this is the comments from the peanut gallery podcast and we will see you next time. Yeah, brown skin, short legs, and fat ass. Son, that's my type, I cannot pass. Walked up, said we from Colorado, are we hanging out?